We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Hello, WAVA family. Are you looking for a summer program for your children ages 3 through 5? Summer is fast approaching, and now is the time to register your children for a summer packed full of enrichment and fun. We will kick off the 2022 school year with a Summer Bridge extended nine-week program that runs from the first week of June through the first week of August. Our Summer Bridge program is designed to be super fun and instructional. This year's Summer Bridge will be nine weeks of creative programming that explores arts, crafts, STEM, dynamic special visitors, and instructional learning is interwoven throughout the day. Our facility offers large classrooms that are bright and inviting with a lot of open space. The auditorium is a great space for indoor play such as tricycles, golf, t-ball, and so much more. Agape Embassy Ministries is ecstatic for the 2022-23 school year. Our grand opening for our classical Christian preschool, Agape Embassy Christian Academy, is this fall, August 15, 2022. There are so many great things to share with you about Agape Embassy Christian Academy's Summer Bridge. For more detailed information, call 703-719-0342. That number again is 703-719-0342. Or visit us on the web at aechristianacademy.org. That's aechristianacademy.org. This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. of Agape Embassy Ministries of Elitaria, Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. We stand on the rock, a kingdom of Living Word. In this series, Dr. Mills asks the question, on what level of importance have you placed the living Word of God in your life? As believers, we must not simply use those things within the Bible that please us, but we must highly value the entirety of what God shares through His living Word as necessary to our lives in the kingdom of God. 
you don't you don't say, well, well, God is going to do. When you say God is going to do something, that means that you're not in faith. Because faith is always, faith is always now. And depending on what you say determines what you get. Now, here is Dr. Mills with part four of The Living Word. We are talking about the living word. How many of y'all know that the word of God is alive? Hello? Y'all know that the word of God is alive? Amen. And anything that's alive can do something. Word of God can and will do something on your behalf when you put it in your mouth. Amen. I want to go back to the scriptural verses of the scripture, rather, I should say, that uh, we looked at coming into uh, talk about the living word and what the living word has done in some cases, what it will do in other cases. That's what we're looking at this morning. What will the word of God do for you? What will the word of God do for me if I put it in my mouth? Amen. We got to talking last week on some things and uh, I'm glad that so many people were blessed. So many people came and you know talked about how blessed they they were because of the word. And I believe that we're supposed to be blessed every time we come together and hear the word of God. Amen. I expect for people to be delivered and set free. Amen. That's my expectation when I come in and declare the word of God. You ought to get something. Every one of you all ought to get something out of hearing the word that can help you be free from something that the adversary is trying to put on you. Amen. I believe as uh, Philippians 1 6 says that he who has begun this good work in you will will complete it until Jesus comes back and he will continue to do something in you work in you until Jesus comes back. Amen. And so in order for that to happen we've got to be continually declare God's word. Turn with me to Hebrews the fourth chapter. Hebrews chapter 4. I read these last week. I want to go back through them again. I'll, if the Holy Spirit had me to stop some ways, you know, last week I wanted to keep on going and I said, uh, you know, I'll just read through them, but it's a couple of places, you know, Holy Spirit had me to. I don't want to commentate on them. Uh, I just want to use it as, you know, us understanding the word. And then we go on to our next point. Let's go through this, all right? Whether you know it or not, everything that I've spoken is something that you need to hear. God's promise of entering his rest still stands, so we ought to tremble with fear. I'm reading from the the New Living Translation, the NLT. And just in case you don't have it, you don't have it, look on screens. All right? Okay. God's promise of entering his rest still stands, so we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. That's powerful right there. We ought to tremble 
when we understand what God wants us to come into and we're not there. For this good news that God has prepared this rest has been announced to us just as it was to them, talking about the Israelites when God told them to go into the promised land. And, and the reason he's talking about rest is that they didn't need to do anything in order to get into the promised land, which is the same thing with us today. And we don't realize that because a lot of what we see that God wants from us, we don't have to make it happen. God will make it happen for us. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So when he says enter into the rest, the rest is all I've got to do is to believe God and do whatever Holy Spirit, whatever Holy Spirit is directing me to do, I do that, but that's a rest. I don't have to try to figure out how to do something. I ain't got to do a whole lot of planning on how this is going to be done. That Holy Spirit will give you a plan of action. Oh, come on. You understand what I'm saying? All I have to do is present to God my situation. And then sit back, relax, expect for God to give me a plan of action to take. And if I follow his plan, he'll bring me through. It's all he wanted the Israelites to do. He said, I have given you this land. Now, what we don't realize is that God has already prospered you. I said he's already prospered you. Some of y'all saying, well, where is it? (laughs) The reason you don't know where it is is because you don't know how to believe God because it's here. If you can believe God, he will show you where it is. He will even bring it into your life. As a matter of fact, some people don't even have to go anywhere. He brings it to them. Can you believe God though? To those who believe, all things are possible. To those who believe, all things are possible. There's nothing impossible to those who believe. There is nothing impossible to those who believe. And so if you can believe that God has already prepared for you prosperity and success, if you can believe God, he'll show you where it is. If you can believe God. And you can believe that he is the one, he is, that he is Jehovah Jireh. The Lord who looked ahead of where you are right now and where you were yesterday and the day before and has already provided for you. He is Jehovah Jireh. 
Not he want to be, going to be. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is Jehovah Jireh. You have to believe that. The only thing that separates you from success and prosperity is what you believe and the choices you make. Are you listening to me? And God says, I set before you today. See, he told Joshua, look, I set before you today blessings and curse, life and death. He said, choose life. So still, when God comes to you and even tell you what to do, you have to make a choice. Well, let me read on because I want to get down through. I want to get to renewing your mind because that's really what I'm talking about right now. You've got to get a different way of thinking than what you've been thinking all along. You've got to get church out of you and, and, and get the word in you. I'm talking about religious being religious because we've been religious too long. So he says in, 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 uh, in verse 2, he says now, for this good news that God has prepared his rest. Hello. Come on. I might not even get out of this today because I'm over, I'm over in this thing. This thing is good right here. What does it say right here? For this good news that God has prepared this rest. It's something that's already prepared for you. It's already, it's, it's already prepared. Amen. And you, don't, you don't say, well, well, God is going to do. When you say God is going to do something, that means that you're not in faith. Because faith is always Faith is always now. And depending on what you say determines what you get. He has already prepared, but if it's not a now thing for you, if he's going to do something in your life, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get what he prepared. Because for you, he's going to do something. He hasn't already done it. Are y'all with me? Got this? Come on now. Well, what does the word say here? Because I see, I see, I got to, I got to get a breakthrough. I got to get a breakthrough here. What has, what does the word say? God, what has is that past tense? Prepared this rest has been announced to us just as it was to them. So he's not talking just about the Israelites. He's talking about us today. He's already prepared some things for you. This rest that you, we don't need to toil. Huh. You don't, this is something you don't have to toil for. You got to struggle for. You don't have to, you don't have to pray, um, you know, five Hail Marys and, and 10 whatever, you understand? And you ain't got to get all, you, you know, I got to pay 12 hours a day. I got to do this. I got to do, you got to get in a certain position in order to get God to know that you're serious. That's 
Only thing you got to do is believe. Believe. Amen. All right. Let's move on. But it did them no good because they didn't share the faith of those. I want you to see this. Who listened to God. God showed me something when I, when I read this the other week. There are those who hear but don't listen. Yeah, there's, there's a difference. Listening is, is what you do on purpose. You come in purposely to hear something from God. When you listen, you, you're listening. You don't want nobody around you disturbing you. Like some of y'all are really listening to me right now. And if somebody did something, we had somebody, oh, hey, praise the Lord. Oh, Lord. Well, we, you know, we were, we were down at uh, ministers meeting this past week. And we have, uh, we, we, we get the same seats because they're assigned seats. You know, we're, God has blessed us. We, we have favor, and so therefore we, we sit kind of on the second row, kind of close to, you know, people. But we got some people who sit next to us. <laughs> and they they nervous people. <laughs> Y'all don't know what I mean by nervous people? Man, they, oh, they fill it with every dog for the thing. And, and then, and then, and then, and, and then, the girl had some dog on what skittles <laughs> crunching on like <laughs> in the world now you know maybe they can hear like that but they don't understand that they disturbing somebody else and you trying to listen and the only thing that you're doing is hearing because you're being distracted Y'all with me? So, you know, when you come, when you come into, you know, uh, an auditorium uh, in the sanctuary and you, you try to be mindful of the people around you, that you're not the only person there. Are you? If nothing else, be still, be quiet for the sake of the brother or sister that you're sitting beside. Because they're trying to get something. You may not be trying to get nothing. And stay off your phone. I'm not talking, see, some people use the phone because they got Bible things on. I'm not talking, I'm not talking to those people. I'm talking to the ones who's answering emails. If you, and yeah, and texting people in church. And then you're wondering why your life upside down, you don't know what to do. Because you're not listening. You might be hearing, but you're not listening. You listen on purpose. That means all distractions cease. Get them out the way. 
when I, when I was trying to really get into this word and I didn't know this word and, and, and I was trying to get in this word, <laughs> I helped her. She'd be with me. We're going to get there first. I don't care what time it need, I needed to get up and get there. I'm going to get there first. Why? I won't be on the first row. You know why? Because I don't want to see the back of somebody's head and see what somebody's doing that distracts me. I want to sit up front because I want to see everything that's going on. I'm checking everything out. Some people like sitting back. I don't know why. I don't, is it because you want to see other people, what they're doing? Some people just look around. This. <laughs> so I know you're not listening. Amen. And this word is too valuable, too important. It's like he said in the first verse, tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. Got to get a, a different attitude. Be committed to hearing the word. In order to do that on purpose, you got to listen. You got to listen. I, um, years ago, I used to do a whole lot of things that you, you see people around here doing. And one of the things that I did was I was, I was an usher. <laughs> I want you to know when I got all my folks settled down and sit, I'm sitting down. I don't expect for y'all to do nothing but sit there as well while I listen as well. <laughs> I ain't thinking about jumping up, doing nothing, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm sitting down because I'm going to hear the word as well. Amen. And I had my little seat on the end, you know, in my section that I was, that I took care of, you see. Um, and I sat back so that I could see my rows. <laughs> I sat back, you know, I had like a section here and I had oh, about I had, I had about half of what we have right here, you understand? I, my, my, my position was back there on the last row where I was accountable for. The rest of them I could see. I could see my people. You understand what I'm saying? But I'm listening to the word. That's what I was doing. And I didn't have, I didn't have, I didn't have folk just running, jumping up and, up and down in my section. No, because all I do is look at people. <laughs> and they know I was dissatisfied if they if if they if if they up and running and moving and all that. You understand, I'm dissatisfied. Set your tail down. Don't be disturbing, don't be disturbing me, because I'm trying to hear. I'm trying, I'm I'm trying to you ought to be trying to hear. Amen. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that's all, what y'all ought to do when people get, they keep jump popping up and everything, just look at them. Yeah, if you look at them, you know, if you look at them real good, they get, they'll get, they'll get it. They understand. I mean, hey, you know, you, you got the same person popping up, you know. You can't be, some of these young people, you can't have a bladder problem. Ain't no way in the world you got a bladder problem. Well, let me. 
<laughs> let, let, me, let me move on, all right? But y'all look at them real, you know, look at them real straight. Like, what, what you doing? Why are you moving? <clears throat> all right. <laughs> listen to this. We, listen, listen to what God is saying here, okay? Verse 3. For only we who believe can enter his rest. Come on, y'all. Do you see this right here? For only we who believe can enter his rest. And we're not just talking about, you know, you're just not believing just anything. You got to believe what he said. This is what he's talking about when he say believe. You got to believe what he said. So if you don't know what he said, you can't believe. So if somebody's distracting you, keeping you from hearing, you, you can't believe. Thank you for tuning into Reigning in Life Through Faith, a radio broadcast from the Agape Embassy Ministries. To receive your gift of today's message on CD, simply send your donation of no less than $10 in the form of a check or money order to Agape Embassy Ministries, 5775 Barclay Drive, Suite 7, Alexandria, Virginia, 22315. Be sure to include today's message code 012515SM. That code again is 012515SM. Visit us on the web at www.agapeembassy.org. Join us for our Sunday morning encounters at 9.30 a.m. and Wednesday evening Bible study at 7.30 p.m. We are located at 5775 Barclay Drive in Alexandria, Virginia. Or give us a call at 703-971-7202. In today's teaching, we learn that to do what we are told to do is entering the rest of God. Because with God, all things are possible if you can believe. This is Dr. Mills, your radio teacher. See you next week. Same place, same time. For we are reigning in life through faith.